Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the one we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. man so we are now at two weeks strong in a row for the from the return i here, have my laptop this time here we are yeah you didn't forget it this time yeah well we're at my house so that's good yeah i don't know you could have <laughs> yeah could have um yeah i guess so good point i didn't know <laughs> um so we are doing this right before so next week's episode will be just a specialty episode um, where we all are going to give you, everyone on the network, our all-time Shaquille O'Neal teammate lineups. I will be in New York City covering the Big East tournament, so I will not be podcast available, which means something insane is going to happen next week. Probably. Yeah, and I'll have to like figure something out. LeBron James loses three toes in an elevator accident. Don't do that. Well, I, you know, I'm just saying that. When you said crazy, when you said crazy, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Uh-huh. That's it. He'll never. That's the thing that came to your mind. He'll never play again. That's the thing that came to your mind. Not crazy. Sure. Yeah. Well, I guess we can start there. I know last week we already started talking about the Lakers and Celtics. Um, I guess we keep that trend going on accident because we kind of saw like the present and the future in a big game twice last twice. week. Twice. Yeah. Um, actually three times. So the Lakers played two Pelicans and one Grizzly game. So, and LeBron's yeah. already been very open about like his affirmation for John Morant. Um. He sent him a jersey. He signed the jersey for him. Told him, you know, yeah. has been mentoring him. And then we finally, after waiting for him to return to the court, finally got Zion Williamson versus LeBron James. And those two delivered. They did. Man, just so fun. Yeah. Um. Now they're done for the year, correct? Yeah, so they, they, got... they played four times. The Lakers won all four. Okay. Yeah. And they we, we got robbed of, of that the first two times. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah. so okay. And we didn't have, they didn't, Lakers didn't have AD yesterday. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have Caruso. Didn't need him. No. Didn't need him. Um, but so I think it was it was just cool, man, because like we've been thinking about like that's the matchup we've all been thinking about, right? It's like what happens when Jaya Williamson goes and plays LeBron James? You know, the guy he like idolized. Yeah. And you got that moment and the kid was ready. Yeah. He's been ready. I mean, he's played what, fifteen, sixteen games now? He's looked incredible. He's been amazing. Yeah. So it's like Everything, everything is advertised. Yeah, yeah. I certainly agree. John Moran is certainly rookie of the year just because of how many times he's, how many yeah. games he's played. Durability does does play a huge factor in that, especially with me. Like if I'm if, I, if I'm voting, I'm voting for John Moran. Same. Just because you know Zion hasn't played enough games, I just I feel like it would be a disservice to give it to Zion just based off of. I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah. But, you know, you're you're basing that off star power as opposed to what someone else has actually done for an entire season. So really, right now that eighth seed is pretty much it's Memphis um, in the West, but you know we talked last week about if New Orleans could get into this, could we see LeBron versus Zion in a playoff series? And I feel like the world would love that, but I still think like I I don't I'd almost rather have John Morant versus that. I just I would love to see what he's going to do. It reminds me of when Derrick Rose made the playoffs his first season against the Celtics, you know, yeah. against the Celtics, and it was like his true calling coming out party. Scored like I think it was the he tied Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for most points for first playoff game by a rookie. Yeah, you know, so uh, 
and John Morant, like I could see him doing something crazy like too. that too. Like he's that kind of talent. Yeah, for sure. Um, and um, you know, I, I I'm looking forward to that. I I actually would rather look forward to that than the Pelicans, just because. I feel like the focus is just so much on Zion and LeBron, whereas this Memphis team has been great the whole year. Like, they've been one of the most fun teams to watch. I feel like they're the most deserving to be in there. And Memphis in L.A., it's going to be a start. It's going to be a draw. Like, these aren't going to be like those weird games that are going to be on NBA TV in the first round. These are going to be primetime television games. I mean, it's going to be they're going to be good games. And I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, but you know, the games were fun, and the New Orleans thing is like, yeah, you're right, and they've struggled all year. Um, they've, they've you know they've made little runs here and there, but, um, you know, obviously we've talked all year about what Brandon Ingram's become in that te- on that team. Just oh awesome yeah, he's, he's been great. Been. And you know that one two punch they have now for the future of those two, and you have Alonzo, you have Alonzo Ball giving them the ball. Yeah, like it's pretty sweet. I like it. Yeah. And they still have like trade pieces too. Like if they wanted to move Rue Holiday, which I mentioned a couple weeks ago, if they wanted to move that for maybe some other veteran that might fit their, their team a little bit more, yeah, they can, and they can just bank on Lonzo. You know what I mean? And, or, you know, they can get another shooting guard, you know, they can do anything. They got a lot of options. They, they got do. a lot of options. Yeah. This will be the first time in JJ Reddick's career. He doesn't make the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Insane. Absolutely crazy. He's probably like bummed, but also like, I'll get a summer. I'll get a, a spring and summer off. Yeah, it might be nice. Yeah, because I know too. They're probably gonna start putting together like the Olympic teams and stuff like that fairly soon. Yes. Um, I know Steph's been pretty open about wanting to play. Hope he does. I think he will. I think I think he will too. Yeah, because he's just now at the point where he's scrimmaging with the G League teams. Yeah. Um. So I think, I think he's, I think he's gonna play another NBA game this year. Don't get me wrong. We got. I don't six, think he's gonna play many. Yeah, we got what six weeks left in the I season. Feel, I feel like it. I feel like it's gonna be just a couple, and there's gonna be some sort of like bogus, you know, precautionary, you know. Well, it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it. I mean, they're dragging it out as long as they can. They don't want him to go in. They Which, don't even want him to go on the floor right now. Yeah. Well, why would you? I like, wouldn't. No, you know, I wouldn't either. You have no chance. You give hell. you give a whole summer off to a guy who's played multiple years deep into the playoffs, into the into the NBA Finals for how many years did they make it? Four, five. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, give them a year off. Clay's got a year off, you know. I mean, I, I for them, and then if they get a draft pick, it's huge. Huge. It could be a huge – it could be like the, the 1999 San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. It literally could be like that, so. Yeah, because Draymond's been in now the lineup. Yeah, I mean – They got Wiggins now. They do have Wiggs now, too. Which is weird. It is. Um, But overall, I think, yeah, like there's a lot for them to really just kind of like relax on. Yeah, um, as they should. Yeah, Steve Curry needs to stop breaking clipboards and just, just, just live it out. I'm a big fan of breaking clipboards. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I like it too. I dig it. Yeah, it's better than throwing a chair. Yeah, <laughs> much better than throwing a chair. Oh, Bobby. Um, I want to talk about Bradley Beal real quick. Sure. Because lay it on me. He's been phenomenal. Give me some info. Tell me what's going on with Bradley Beal. All right. So here's the last 17 games of Bradley Beal. Okay. 37 points a game, Ooh. five assists, Ooh. four rebounds, 40% from three, 49% from the field, 85% from the line. Yeah. Um, really good at basketball. Really good at basketball. Yeah. Always has been. Always has been. Always has been. So this goes back to the thing we talked about. I think we talked about this when he signed the extension of like, 
I get you got paid and you got a max for a couple. You got like a two year max. Sure. But you had to know that you're going into a bad situation. Your second best player is hurt still hasn't played at all this year. Um, at some point you're running Isaiah Thomas as your starting point guard. He played decent, but yeah, you know, and like, well, here's the thing. You got to get your money. You mm-hmm. never know where your career is going to go. And that was a big deal for Bradley Beal. You didn't know, you know, obviously John Wall is not has not played this year. He's not going to play, is he? No. He's not going to play. So he is showcasing what he is worth right now. I think he's dangerously close to requesting a trade at some point. Agreed. He does not look happy. He's the first player in NBA history to have like 50 points and back-to-back losses, I believe now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it's it's a shame because like he's one of those guys like you could put him someplace else and he would succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where that would be. I don't know where you put a guy like Bradley Beal. Spurs, maybe. They could use a guy like him. He's not old enough. I'll say, what do you do with DeRozan at that point? So, who cares? Who cares about DeRozan? Just put him, put him at the three. Who cares? Oh, God. What does it matter? DeRozan What's guarding it? wings? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Who cares? Who cares? Chaos. I like it. No, I mean, I, I, just, I just feel like that whole team is just, is you know, just kind of a sham this year. You know, yeah. with Wall being out, um, I, I feel like their coach is probably Scotty Brooks. Scotty, I feel like Scotty Brooks. How many NBA championships does Scotty Brooks have? I don't think he has any as a player. I know he doesn't have any as a coach. He has two as a player. Oh, does he? He played for the Houston Rockets. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's it. That's him. I got you there. Mm-hmm. Got you with that little Scotty Brooks. He wasn't brain a Shaq teaser. teammate. He was not a Shaq teammate. It's shocking. <laughs> he played against Shaq in the NBA Finals. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, I, sh- I figured he'd be a Shaq teammate. You know, because yeah, everyone was. Yeah, yeah. So Scotty Brooks, maybe he has one title. Two. I think he has two. I think he has two. Mm-hmm. He's got a title though. He's got more than than Karl Malone. <laughs> That's weird to think about, but um, Adam Morrison is more than Carmelo. I know, freaking Adam Morrison, best best uh, bench in a suit guy ever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he gets traded this offseason? Yeah, we we always talk about this like it's going to happen. It hasn't happened. We've like we've talked about Bradley Beal getting traded since we started the show. I think, well, it, when we started the show, the Wizards were good. Yeah, but you could still trade him. He was still expendable. Like him and Wall were awesome. I know. It was like, well, get rid of Beal. You can pair somebody up with Wall. Like now it's like nobody cares about Like Wall's never going to be who Wall was. Yeah. Him and DeMarcus Cousins are finally going to team up on like the wrong team. <laughs> It'll be the Knicks. <laughs> they're like, you just know it's going to be the Knicks. They're like, oh, that contract? Whatever. They're like, uh, DeMarcus, we have this idea to pair you up with six other power forwards. How would you feel about playing with Bobby Portis <laughs> and Julius Randle? <laughs> we might move Tosh Gibson. We, we might. might. We might, but we'll we have to really think about it hard. <laughs> we heard he's we, we've heard in this his twelfth NBA season. He's decided to add a three point shot. Well, that's what I was laughing at. People were like, "RJ Barrett really dropped." I'm like, "Who the fuck else scores on that team?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Knox doesn't. God, he's so bad. Kevin Knox doesn't. <laughs> he's really bad at the NBA. He is. He is. He's been. A, he's been sort of a bust. It's. It's sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Sort and, of. And it, it's like. It's like he has the tools to be good. Yeah. He's got. He's like. 
everyone's like, he could be the next Kevin Durant. I know, but I'm he like, could be. what? And it was like, it is like, nope, nope, he can't be. First off, like, let's just end this whole thing. This, let's comparing people to Kevin Durant, like, he's he's literally a generational talent. He is a generational. There is talent. no other Kevin Durant. There is. True. There's no That's... other seven footer that fast that can score that well. It no, just doesn't no. happen. All right, I'm gonna throw one other trade scenario at you, okay. and, I, and I want you to say yay or nay, okay? Bradley Beal for CJ McCollum and some other things. I think it was talked about Trailblazers. I think it was talked about. For those guys to all play together in Portland, those three. Yeah, but I don't. You... Beal's not a three, though. No, the the best place for Beal would have been Miami. Yeah, but yeah, now but it's like I, you I, can't break those young guys up. You can't break the young guys up, and I I don't throw him. You don't throw him down there with Jimmy. I just I don't think it's gonna work out. He doesn't do well with other stars. So, but I, I, that's where I would put him. I'd go for Portland. Like if I was Portland, CJ McCollum's never gonna be better than he is right now. He's peaked out. So it's like, try it. Dame's still great. Yeah. Dame's still on top of his game, obviously, and everything. It's like, why not try that? It's like they, they've been so reluctant to pull the trigger on a C.J. McCollum trade for years. Like, he could have been traded three years ago, and they won't they won't trade him. And it's like... Now's your chance. Now's your chance. It's like when, it's like when the Kings finally decided to get rid of C-Webb. You know, it was like... Probably the best years are probably behind him at this point. You know, let's go ahead and trade him to Philly. You know, God, that was terrible. Yeah, it was. Remember when he played for the Pistons? Yeah, his final stint. It's like number 84. Yeah, that was so silly. He went back to the Warriors for a bit. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out either. Didn't work out either. I forgot that he went back there. And it's like, how do you, how could you even show your face here? I know. After all those years. Like, how could you even show your face? I always like a KHL, like, look for like random ass champion jerseys on eBay. Yeah. And the other day, I saw a red Washington Bullets number two Chris Weber. Oh yeah, I was like, probably the most, probably the most common one is the Bullets one. Actually, you think that's more common than the Kings? Yeah, no absolutely. Champion, absolutely. Uh, I saw that jersey so much, so much more than the Kings because the champion jerseys. I mean, when he was on the Kings, they were in between champion. It wasn't even that. It was like it was like Reebok or something at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no one was you know. I never, ever see Kings Weber jerseys. I never see them. Oh, man, I see them all the time. I never see them. Maybe not champion-wise, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Like, yeah, I mean, Beal's like a certain, like, every team would want Bradley Beal. Yeah. You know, every team would give an offer. Yeah. I mean. I'd give up Zach Levine for him. God. Whew. Yeah. In a heartbeat. <laughs> he wanted to if he wanted to go to a from one bad program to another, he could he could just do that, slide right over. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, you know, you kind of like the Bucks. I'd like to see him. Bradley Beal in a playoff situation if Me he's going to get traded. Like, I I don't want to see him down in Orlando. No, I don't want to see him. Uh, you know, w- with the Knicks, I don't really want to see him with the Bulls. I don't want to see him on the Pistons. Like I want to see him in a playoff. I want to see him out in the Western Conference. Really, I want to see him in. Yeah, Portland. like if you put like him in like Dallas with those two, like Luke about, and Porzingis. How about like, okay? Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I don't know how you make the money work out there. I, I, I'd see that team. You though. signed you and me. Yeah, yeah. If they signed you and me, yeah, yeah. that would be it. Yeah. Ben and Josh. We'll pay. For, we'll play for five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> League minimum. We're in Dallas, right? Yes. Okay, I want some water burgers. That, that's anything, what I'll play for. Yeah. Anything. Anything. So, yeah, um, Bradley Beal, I'd put him out there. I'd even, you know, here's another team. Just throwing it out there. 
The Utah Jazz. Yeah. I could see him out there. Him and Mitchell. Yeah, I could see him, him and Mitchell. I think considering that, Conley has worked out so well. Yeah, he's been he's been a wonderful addition. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. Not one bit. No. No. Obviously, people throw out the idea of Golden State still, but it's like they don't have the money. No, no, there's no, there's, and you're not gonna trade. Clyde. You gotta pay Andrew Wiggins. You gotta pay Wiggs, man. When you when you go all in for Wiggs, you go all in for Wiggs. Phoenix would be cool. You Phoenix. put Devin Booker at point guard. And you no, have I, I don't want to see him in that situation either. Playoff team, Tim. He needs to be on a playoff team. You don't think Beal and Booker could take a team to the playoffs? No, they have Booker. He's been super good this year. Has he gotten them to the playoffs? Okay, first off, he plays for the Suns. Oh, okay. So yeah. now it's never forget this team drafted Jock and Bender and Marquise Chris in the same draft. Well, you know, that is literally the Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio of our of this of this decade. Yeah, like of that it's last true. decade. That's like, true. That's one hundred percent. There's a Steph Curry guy here, but Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn. He played in a six overtime game in college. Yeah, that's all we did. Yeah, that's all we no, did. He lost all his talent that day. That was it. He he gave everything he got in that one game. He's gonna have the best. Uh, ESPN documentary eventually, know. you know, and it's just gonna be about that game. Yeah, nothing else. That game alone, that'll be it. You could put that game on like Blu-ray, and I'd watch it. Yeah, like that game yeah. was incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know we're getting a little off topic. I just yeah, like, I mean, okay, as much as far as shooting guards in the league as twos, he certainly four. Five? Five. I'm gonna go five. Yeah. Depends if you, you put Jimmy there as a four. Putting Jimmy above him. Not just not just in a scoring sense, but in a better player sense and a all around talent kind of thing. Yeah. I would put Jimmy above him. Slightly. Slightly. I lean Beal. I think Jimmy's a far better defender and he's gonna give far more effort, but Beal in terms of just balls out talent. Just like scoring at will. Yeah. And like Butler has those games. Oh yeah. But yeah. like Beal can do that any night. That's true. And it's just it's it's so fun to watch when he does. Yeah. Um okay, so talking about guys who can score at any night. We're not. The Lakers have an open roster spot after they release Troy Daniels. <laughs> they do. Who did they bring in, Sean, to have a workout? Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith. Two two people from, from LeBron's past. Yes. One guy LeBron brought to the Cleveland. One guy LeBron got traded from Cleveland. Exactly. Um, And so this is. Okay. First things first. I certainly do. I still agree. And maybe I don't think I'm alone here. J.R. Smith should still be an NBA basketball player. Not a star. Not a starter. He should be playing someplace. But he's, you know, like, I know he's an idiot sometimes. And he's hilarious. And. You know, he'll never get over the 18 finals when he forgot the time. No. But I got to think, like, a team could use a J.R. Smith. Especially this whole Carmelo Anthony thing where, you're like, everyone's like, Melo can't play in the NBA anymore. And he's done fairly well in Portland. So, not that J.R. Smith's Carmelo Anthony, but you kind of get what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, you yeah. You know, like, um, and I don't think Waiters is bad. I think Waiters had some good good. good when he went to Miami a couple years ago, he had that return where he was like, Waiters Island was back from when he was in OKC. And then, of course, like he battled depression. He went through all that stuff. And, you know, oh, yeah. he had a couple edibles on an airplane. You know, it happens. <laughs> I forgot all about the edible yeah. incident. Jared Smith just took his shirt off and went to a parade. That, I mean, that's all he needed to do. So, okay, here's my honest opinion. Go ahead. Throw it at me. I think it's going to be Jared Smith. Why do you think that? 
I think that the LeBron connection is going to play a part, obviously. Okay. Um, I think, you know, I think if the Lakers, the Lakers need people that can like score off their bench, you know, and, you know, they have Caruso, they have Howard. Like, I think Jared would be really good for that. I don't think Jared's going to go out there and play 20 minutes a night. He can't. No, like when the playoff comes around, he's probably cut out your rotation. Actually, is he even eligible to play in the playoffs? It's March 2nd. I think like yesterday was the deadline, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Or is it March 5th? Regardless, let's let's say act like he is. Okay. Um I think he could be good enough to help this team down the stretch. But like in that whole like play 8 trust like play 9 trust 8. Yeah. I think he could be 9. Okay. Do you, do you want to hear what I have to think? Sure. I do. That's so, why that's that was that, that's what's the idea of a podcast. We sure. Talk. Sure. You want to hear my So J.R. Smith has not played a basketball game, a professional basketball game, since November 19th, 2018. I'm well aware. Okay. It's a long time ago. Actually, this day, two years ago, he threw soup at an assistant coach. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the same as playing a basketball game in the NBA, Tim. No. So he has not played a game since <laughs> November of 2018 when he was banished from the Cavs. Um, Dion Waiters, uh, he hasn't played, uh, since January, it looks like, uh, last game he played was the 28th of January. He scored 11 points. He was four for 11. <laughs> and, uh, before that he, he played a couple games before, but he has played sporadically over the last year. So I would go Dion Waiters just because of, you know, being able to, I believe Dion Waiters can still play in small stints in the NBA. J.R. Smith, it's been a long time. I do think that if they're gonna make a they're gonna pick between those two, I feel like LeBron is going to have some sort of say and J.R. Smith is going to be part of that that I, I really do think that they will pick him. I was waiting for him to do his like move he did last year for Tyson Chandler when he called James Jones. I was like, will you buy him out so we can sign him? Yeah. Just call Cleveland. Like, will you guys buy out Tristan so we can put him on the bench with our seven other centers? Yeah. For, yeah, that was that was great. I just think that, I don't know, J.R. Smith, he hasn't played in a really long time. And uh, I don't think, I don't buy any chance. Like, I don't, I don't think he's like a cancer of the locker room or anything no. like that. I think he may have been that way. At some points in Denver, his career, for sure. Denver, maybe even New, New York, you know, things of that nature. Um, he was super good in New Orleans, Chicago, Chicago didn't even want his ass at one point and just traded him uh, for Howard Isley and then then waved Isley. So, um, which I was like, oh, my God, J.R. Smith's going to be a bull. I, know, I was and, so excited. And he would, didn't, he never played a game. I mean, they just didn't even want to, they didn't even trust him at that time to be, to be on the team, which was sad because. He had so much talent left then, you know, ten years ago when that I happened. The thing, like we're talking about, is like I think, like when like the younger kids that watch the NBA now, they're like, oh yeah, J.R. Smith, he's the guy that forgot the sh- like the time on the clock. Oh, yeah. He he took his shirt off at a championship parade. Like people don't remember, like that kid was cold. Oh yeah. Oh my god. One of the most exciting NBA players probably Dude. ever. Dude, like Just in that, small that run spins. in New Orleans with, with New Orleans horns with him and CP. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, God, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, they like those yeah, those two together. like Mashburn and like yeah. David West. Yeah, yeah. The West West Jr. in NCP three were just it was, it was, that, that was a phenomenal. And then like team. he goes to that Denver team with like Iverson and Mello. And yeah, like, he was great there, dude. He was great there. He balled out, man. He has like some of the best YouTube dunk mixtapes of all time. Oh yeah, like some of the dunks he used yeah. to do. And also, also, greatest video game player ever. Yeah, 
literally like greatest video game player player. ultimate 2k even nba live like even back 10 years ago when i was playing nba live he was one of those guys you just always traded for him and gerald green tayshaun prince was mine tayshaun i always wanted the long guy that could put that guard the perimeter yeah yeah i i played 2k the wrong way everyone like focuses on like threes and dunks i'm like how's my defense how am i (laughs) i know i know (laughs) i like full court trap you in the second quarter (laughs) because that's what everybody likes yeah Full court trap. I'm still in the '90s basketball. I'm like, man, I love boxing out. Yep, it's <laughs> something. What are you gonna do? Post up all day. <laughs> Post up all day. <laughs> all I got day. Anthony Davis, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, okay, let's 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 wrap here real quick. We have not given the Milwaukee Bucks enough credit. Oh my god, no! And like, that's really dumb of us. Yeah, they have eight losses at this point in the yeah. year. Yeah. Every piece that they have brought in that we questioned has fit. Yeah. Um, Giannis is obviously the best player in the world. He's going to be the MVP this year. Obviously. We're at the point now where I wonder if he's going to be unanimous because LeBron's been amazing. Yeah. But, like, I can't see a thing where LeBron catches Giannis for MVP. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like it's like LeBron, LeBron's been playing – he's playing one of his best seasons of his life, but he's got Anthony Davis. Yeah. He's got Anthony Davis. Giannis is going out there with Chris Middleton, which no disrespect to Chris Middleton. He's no. an all-star. Yeah. But he's not Anthony Davis. No. Um, you know, the point guard rotation with those three dudes has like really worked out for them. Yeah. Obviously we're going to give love to Pat Connaughton. Um, bringing Robin Lopez in has been so fun for them. Yeah. I mean, with I, Brooke. I love those like wrestling like yeah. things they do in the oh, warm-ups. Yeah, They're great. so funny. Um, see the Lopez twins. If they ended up winning a title together, that'd be so uh, that cool. would be so great. Yeah. I remember watching them in, in, in college, you know, and they were so fun. Then we have the Lopez brothers playing together in Milwaukee and yeah. Los Angeles. We have the Morris brothers playing against each other. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Um, but I think at this point we we kinda touched on this a little bit and I said I still thought the Lakers were gonna win the title. And then I watched two Bucks games this week and I went, Nope. Nope. Bucks are deep right now. They're so good. They're they're a deep team. The only team I think could beat them is the Lakers. Yeah. I don't think the I don't think the Clippers match up well with them. No. Um I'm all I'm all off the the okay. Clippers boat right now. I know now. everyone was just now that saw this was like, don't you remember Kawhi guarding Giannis in the playoffs last year? I do. Yes, I do very much. But like, what like what else are they going to throw at him? Are they going to just double team him and Paul George? They have guys that can shoot now. Yeah, like a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So most of them. Yeah. Most of them. They when, like when Robin Lopez is shooting threes and making them. You know, it's yeah. like come on, come on. Yeah, the Lakers really could have used him. Yeah. Until now, of course, but. I do love the idea of the Lakers Bucks playoff uh, finals. Oh, I like it too. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't really love the idea of Clippers versus Bucks, and this is because I'm like a budding Lakers fan. It's just because like the Clippers aren't fun. I thought they'd be a lot of fun. I was like, oh man, Los Angeles is gonna be sweet. This is gonna be so cool. Well, I mean, like last night, like you know, tempers were were boiling over with with Lou Williams and and Paul George and. I feel like there's probably a little bit of resentment from how that team played last year and how well they they meshed last year, how fun they were last year. And everyone's watching Shea Gilson Alexander and like, I know we got Kawhi and Paul George, but damn, that kid's good. Yeah. And, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of it, – it, let's just go ahead and say that if the Clippers do win the NBA championship this year, which – could very well happen. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happen. not counting them out. It, it could definitely happen. I feel like we're going to be talking a lot more about load management even more 
to a degree because uh, Kawhi and Paul George have not been healthy. I'm using the quotation fingers there. That that often where you see LeBron has been going out every night and busting his ass. Yeah, he missed a game against the Warriors last week. Which is fine. It's like, you know, and you knew he, there was nothing wrong with LeBron. He needed a rest. And it's like, go ahead. And they still won the game. Yeah. Still won the game. Kuzma played incredible, I think, that game. So it's like we're at a point where if a team wins an NBA title and you rested your stars for, you know, uh, you know, large amount of the NBA season. What does that say? Yeah, I think it just is. I mean, what fun. does that say when you have when you have LeBron going out there, thirty five years old, and giving it all he's got, and and basically playing point guard right now, which is, in my opinion, the hardest position to play in basketball right now. So Paul George has missed twenty two games this year. Okay. So, let's see how many Kawhi's missed. It's a lot of games. Yeah, it is. 22 games is a lot of games. And Kawhi's missed 14. Okay. Yeah, that's not fun to me. No. I get it, especially with Kawhi, like, having that year where he played nine games for the Spurs because he was hurt all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. AKA, just get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um. But I, I just don't dig it, man. So, like, I think the Bucks winning the title would be a lot of fun. Obviously, the Lakers would be would be a lot of fun. Um, I still love the idea of the Celtics playing in the finals, and not just because I hate Boston, but because like I want to get as much Jason Tatum as I possibly can this year. Lakers Celtics. I'm all for it. Yeah, all for it. I will never get tired of Lakers Celtics. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I don't think Boston can get past Milwaukee. No. But I think they're the best bet to get past Milwaukee in the East. I don't yeah. Think, I don't think it's Philly. I don't think it's Miami. I agree. Yeah, I think it's Boston. It is. Yeah. Didn't think that three months ago though. No. They weren't they weren't playing that way. I mean, the way they just played on the stretch without Kemba Walker and yeah. just like this level Tatum's at now. Yeah. Just awesome. Yeah. But, you know, they're gonna have Kemba back. They're gonna be at full strength eventually. Yeah. And and we're we're gonna get to see how they mesh again. So but I don't think Kemba Walker is the same sort of, you know, starting lineup poison that, that Kyrie Irving is. Not at all. So, uh, at all, I don't, he's not that player. So now there's been a lot of people talking about Isaiah Thomas, you know, how would you feel about him? Maybe going back to, to Boston as like a backup point guard. I'm not against it for the nostalgia. Yeah. But I just don't know where he helps them. I don't know, man. I feel like maybe he's one of those players. If he puts on the green, he might just be good again. Yeah. You never know. Like there's just, you might have some sort of magic in that Jersey. I, I, I could like, I could, I know I don't really believe in that kind of thing, but like I feel like if there was a player that was gonna do something like that, it would be him. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I think it's just like I think a, it'd be cool, but I just feel like next year we're gonna see Isaiah Thomas playing for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> Come on, man, he's gonna be a bull. <laughs> Come on. That's that's it. That's the joke. And not not only not only is he gonna be a bull, but we're gonna hear we're gonna hear after like you know right after the deadline or the, you know for on july 1st they're gonna be like we waited he was the first choice we were there at midnight at we his were house. There at midnight at his house exactly <laughs> yeah but i think we can go and wrap this up man um so like we said next week we will not be having a lot a regular show all-time shack team it's gonna be a lot of fun and then a week after that we'll have our live podcast for at large bid at braxton brewery talk about the ncaa tournament
Oh, yeah. So thank you all for tuning in as always. Hope you guys gave us a nice five-star review. Have a great night.